What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down number 28.2. Uh, we are continuing and finishing our um, playthrough of Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars on the Super NES. It's been a while. Uh, I beat this game about two weeks ago. Yeah, lots happened since the start of this game. Yeah. You relocated and was on the road for about a week. Yeah, got a new job, got a new apartment, all moved in, still dealing with some internet issues. I just got my desk put together about ten minutes ago. Yeah. It did not really survive that... uh, Tractor trailer trip very well, but it's good enough. Hmm. I'm not going to stand on it. I might break myself. Yeah. yeah. Along with the table. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Mario RPG. You're going to have to help me, Matt, because I honestly. I, where did we even leave off? We were going to marry more? Yeah, I think right on the doorstep of Mary Moore is where yeah. we left off. We arrived at Mary Moore after that. The uh the the little it's not a quick time event the mini game of trying to get Princess Toadstool while she was being carried away by Booster. Booster's taking her to Mary Moore to get married to her. Mm-hmm. And we got to crash the wedding. Hopefully, stop it before anything happens. Yeah, although, does that mean she's really in any danger? I don't think I mean, so. It doesn't seem like he wants to kill her. No, he doesn't want to right. kill her. and he. Or does he, Bowser even ever want to kill her? What, is he, what does Bowser want with the princess? I don't. Yeah, I don't know what his game is. I think he's in love with Princess Toadstool too. <laughs> I'm not too sure, to be honest with you. Bowser's always kidnapping her. He seems to not give two shits about her in this game, though. Yeah, after she joins the party. He after seems she to only care about his castle. Yeah, he wants to get his castle back, get his rep back. Because everybody's looking at him like he's a joke. He got kicked out of his own castle. And he's supposed to be the big bad guy. So we're going to be cliff noting this one. Because I can't really remember any details. I know that there was a small mini game trying to find all the pieces to... Uh, the wedding itself, trying to find her ring, trying to find her crown, and all this other stuff. And eventually, we stopped the wedding by something happens. Like I remember, we if we did it in a fast amount of time, we would get a kiss from her. But instead, we got a, I got a kiss from both Bowser and uh, <laughs> Booster. Yeah. Yep, that's what I got too. Yeah, I didn't do it fast enough. I didn't realize that it was on his head. I thought it was going to be invisible for yeah. some reason. I was checking in between all those pews. Yep. And um, they break out the cake. The uh, the two uh, chefs bring out the cake, and the cake is alive. And we have to fight the cake. That's the boss battle. Yep. No boss battle with Booster. I think he's an optional boss in this game. Later in the game? Yeah, it's one of those where you have to go back and get some items or something like that and take them. It, it, it's, it's weird. I, 
I never did it, and I didn't plan on doing it now. So, <laughs> but um, let's see here. Should bring up the fact because I really don't remember any of this. Uh, yeah, basically we save her and then go back to the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, take her back, and then apparently her mm, grandmother, um, doppelgang as her, so she can come and join the party, or something like that. See, I thought what happened was that they just told her to go to her room, basically, and she was going to stay there and be the princess, and then she sneaks out. So, like, you have to leave the castle, and then when you leave the castle, she's just there. And she's like, oh, I took the back way out of the castle. I really want to join you. She said, well, don't worry about me because my grandmother's covering for me. Oh. Something like that. It was weird. That is weird. But we get some more information. We need to go check out Star Hill. Yeah. Well, we have to go see Frog Fuchsius, and he tells us there's a new one on Star Hill. Yeah. So we got to go get the the star on Star Hill, which is the fourth star, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And um, the one star we don't have to fight a boss to get. It's just there. Basically at the end of this maze. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty, pretty easy st- to figure out what to do. Yeah, you pretty straightforward. Touch all the dark flowers. Yeah. Light them up. Activate all the uh, the triggers that open the doors and then go through the doors. Um, you get to see other people's wishes. That haven't been granted. Mm-hmm. Like there's one for uh, Milo. Um, and there's one from Luigi saying that he wants to be as good a plumber as his brother. <laughs> Not likely. Yeah. People, you know, in recent years, people have forgotten that they're plumbers. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know if... Some kind of plumber nightmare. Getting sucked down all those pipes and... All kinds of weird living things down there, living mushrooms, and that's that's my question because I'm getting mixed up here. Is it in the Mario lore that these two are plumbers from Brooklyn? Or, <laughs> Good question. Or is this, or was that just part of both the Mario Brothers Super Show and the Mario movie, which was horrible? Good question. Because I really, I, I'm curious now. I mean, I've never seen anything in the game. Granted, I've never really played the, like in Mario games as intently as pretty much everybody else. Mario from Brooklyn. Let's look at this up. <laughs> Brooklyn from Super Mario Wiki. Brooklyn is the borough of the greater city of New York. No shit. <laughs> One of the first mentions of his actual game is Mario's Time Machine. In which, upon being asked if he was from Italy due to his accent by an imperial ruler of China, Mario says he's from Brooklyn, New York. Of course, granted the time period, the feudal lord didn't know what Brooklyn was. According to the instruction booklet for Mario is Missing and Mario 64's official player guide, Mario and Luigi grew up in Brooklyn, New York. As humans. As humans. And they were transported to the Mushroom Kingdom through pipes. I think it's all just a psychedelic dream. Well, you know, they eat a lot of mushrooms. So this totally could just be a crazy trip. (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, so they are from Brooklyn, New York. That's crazy. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah, they're they're plumbers. I forgot. Yeah, I don't even know what I was talking about there. But go Star Hill. Go to Sea Seaside Town. Um, Seaside Town's acting a little weird. Everybody there is. They look like toads. But yeah, they're, but they're not toads. They're 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 gray, and they all act really funny. Um, don't really know what's going on there. Um, but we know that there is a star. Um, in a sunk- crash down in the sea. Yeah, crash down in the sea and possibly a sunken ship. So we had to go check that out. Sunken ship is led by some guy named Johnny. Um, yep. Which comes up later in the game. Yes. One of those awful questions. So, um, go to the sunken ship. I, I mean, I, I'm obviously going to be skipping some stuff because I don't remember most of it. And I'm just, I'm just hitting the bullet points. Go to the sunken ship. We had to fight one boss, which is the, the big calamari. Uh, big, uh, blooper squid. Yep. Gave me some, some flashbacks to, First time I read Sphere, and I was really creeped out by that giant squid. In Sphere or by the blooper in Mario? In Sphere. Okay. The book, not the movie. <laughs> I've never read the book, but I have watched the movie, and I am... No. I'm one of the people that are... I'm one of the guys who are fans of the movie. I don't know. There's just this sense of dread of them being trapped underwater... And this giant squid coming. Nobody can figure out why it's coming or how to stop it. And, uh, you know, everything's on fire. It's just out of control. And it's like sticking its tentacle up inside one of the pods and coming after them. So that when, you know, obviously this is a a cartoony little kids game basically. But (laughs) just seeing that tentacle come down through the pipe at Mario just reminded – had a little flashback to Sphere. Well – but we kill it or defeat it. We don't really kill anything in this game, I don't think. But um, Bop them on the head about as violent as it gets. Yeah. I guess setting someone on fire. Fireballs, right? Yeah, throwing fireballs at them. Still doesn't really kill them. Um, but then we move on to Johnny. He is like this leader of this pirate group of guys. Pirate gang, basically. Yeah. Uh, he's a shark. Is that what he is? Yep. He looks like a shark. I believe he's a shark. Um. And we start the fight. I remember specifically this fight because we start the fight with all three party members, and then he challenges Mario to kind of like a duel. Mm-hmm. And that's when the game gets kind of hard. At least for me, it did. Yeah, there's one point in this game. I don't think it's here. Is there another point where you get singled out? Yeah, you, later, have, to pl- later you have to play as Malo. Yeah, by well, himself. I didn't end up playing as Malo by himself. Why? Because you didn't have Malo in your party? No, they just take the middle character. Oh, well, Malo's always been my middle character. Exactly. He was mine, too, so I just switched him so that he was on the right side, put Bowser in the middle. That fight was easy. Oh. Bowser alone is much better than Malo alone. <laughs> this is true. Um, so did, did you stick with that party throughout the entire game? Yep. Yeah, those were the only three I used. Mario, Malo, and Bowser. Anyone else in. I didn't either. I didn't either. I usually know until I got Bowser and said, see ya. Yep. I'm doing plenty of damage with, well, mainly Mario, but, you know, my second best damage dealer was Bowser, and that's all I really cared about. Yeah. 
but yeah, uh, beat Johnny. Johnny gives us the star. We go back to Seaside Town. You actually leave like amicably with him. Yeah, he's, he's like, kinda like, I respect you. Here's the star. Yeah, you fought me one on one and you beat me. Here's the star. Congratulations. And you're, like, well, no, you're welcome no, back you're in friends. my sunken ship at any time. So we, uh, we go back to Seaside Town, that shady town with all those weird toad guys. And then that rears its ugly head. The uh, toad guys are working for um, Smithy, which is the – have they mentioned Smithy yet? Because they don't even mention Smithy's name until like halfway through this game as the main bad guy. Yeah, although it's not much of a revelation because you know exactly what it – I mean, I don't know. I guess Smithy's not the sword, the big sword. Yeah, see, everybody was thinking – and even me. I mean, obviously, I've played this game before, but, you know, everybody who ever saw a screenshot of Mario RPG would say that, oh, it's the big sword with the face. That's the main bag. Yeah, because it is a living sword. (laughs) Yes, it is alive and it talks. So, um, but yeah, uh, Smithy, uh, he has, he has this big gang of guys that, that came in and, uh, are trying to get those stars. Um, so we, uh, we go after the toads cause there's like multiple ones. They leave, um, with the star. They take the star because we have to give it over because they keep tickling, torture tickling the real toads that are in, that are locked inside of a house. Um, and then we go after them and then the toads form into this really large boss. And this is, this was the first boss that I was like, man, this is fucking hard. Yeah. Because this boss had, was it water blast? Yep. Water blast. That's quite damaging. That is a devastating move. Water blast is because it was, you know. It hurts every party member and does at least 50 to 60 damage to them. Yeah, which is a good half or more of my life at that point. Yeah. Luckily, I had been leveling up a little bit. I can't remember what level I was at the time, but it was still devastating. Um, but if you beat, after you beat him, we get the star back. We're good to go. And we've been told we need to go to Land's End, which is basically the, the end of the world. End of this world, I guess. I don't know how you pronounce it, but or how you would say it, but it's it's it is the final world because it's all divided into worlds. So there's world one one, world one two, and those are all divided into the islands that you go to. Yep. So this is the last world. Um, lands in anything happen here? Um. I don't, this is this is where we fought Balome again. Yeah, he was hard this time too. The second time, I didn't think he was that hard. Oh, I had trouble with him. Oh, I know. I remember why because it puts all your guys to sleep. Yeah. So at some point, all my guys are asleep, and they're just taking upwards of like twelve turns in a row. So like even if they're not doing that much damage after twelve attacks, I'm just like, I you know I, I if you, even if you wake me up and I I'm able to heal once another twelve attacks on me and I just you know I couldn't keep up at that rate so 
Yeah, I, I just absolutely had zero chance of beating him until I just put on the uh, the accessory or whatever the true form true form ring. True form ring or the no. wake up pin? Yeah, wake up pin. Yeah, wake up pin. I had that. Um, I had two of those put on Bowser and Malo. Yeah, I, th- I think I might have had two also. I bought a bunch of true form pins for a different fight, but yeah. So I had to fight him. But at that point, yeah, it was pretty easy after that. That was like going through his little temple or whatever. Yeah. Um, then we move on to Monstro Town, which is a town full of monster, enemy monsters, but they're all good guys. Um, here we have to... I, that's the thing. I was going by this fucking fact, and it kept mentioning fighting this dojo guy. Yeah, I went up and saw him. I didn't fight him. I fought his little lackey. I fought his lackey, and I fought him and beat him twice. And then the third time, I was like, "This is fucking impossible." Oh yeah, that's right. I beat him once, and then gave, and then I was like, "No, that's enough." And I was like, "Well, where the fuck do I go from here?" Because because I was like, and then I look farther into the fact. You have to go talk to the the paratrooper. And he creates a bridge at Land's End where you can hop onto him and go to the Beanstalk area. Yeah, because at Land's End you basically just have a giant rock wall. Yeah. Like multiple screens high, absolutely no way you're getting up it. But then, you know, after you talk to this guy, he sets up all his air troopers or flying troopers or whatever they're called. Um, Yeah, and they, they make a little ladder basically for you. Yeah. Hop up to the top. And then you make it to Bean Valley, which is um, this place where you have to climb up bean stalks, and eventually make it to Nimbus Land. Yeah, that part was killing me because I was spending so much time. I had watched the YouTube video on how to get that armor, the lazy shell and the lazy armor. Yeah. But I couldn't do the things that they were doing in the video. I didn't realize you had to finish the Nimbus uh, you had to finish Nimbus Land before you can actually do that, that stuff. Oh, okay. So, like, I got to Nimbus Land, and I'm like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to go into this castle. I don't want to fight anybody. I don't want to do anything until I get my lazy shell. Yeah, you gotta get, you gotta do that first. Yeah. So, uh, making it to Nimbus Land, this is basically the home world of uh, Malo. Everybody around there looks like Malo, as far as like the same race of people. Yeah, not tadpoles, that's for damn sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, we, through a series of, God, this probably took two hours, through a series of, of cutscenes and revelations, we find out that Malo is actually the prince of this Nimbus land kingdom. Um, did they ever say why they got rid of him? Uh, I don't know if they said why. I, I'm sure they did. I know it was intentional also. It wasn't like they lost him. Yeah. They ran away or something. Yeah, they, just, they they sent him away. Well, this was kind of funny because when you get to this area, there's this big like ceremony going on where Prince Mallow, in air quotes, is a giant black fat bird. Yeah. And is going to marry somebody. I don't know who she was. Just this really mean woman, yeah, who was wanting to try to get 
become the queen. Yeah, she wanted to become the queen, so they staged this fat bird to play Mallow's part. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you, you got real fat since the last time we saw you, even <laughs> though Mallow's pretty round. Um, I guess he was just smaller and round. Um, but I, I like how everybody just doesn't really like... It doesn't surprise me now that uh, Mallow didn't realize he wasn't a tadpole because they also can't tell the difference between a, like a crow and a cloud, a marshmallow. So, I mean, all these, you know, they got Mallow for brains, I think. Yeah, so we have to sneak into the castle. Um, they say that uh, Mallow's uh, father and mother are sick, possibly on their deathbeds. And so we have to sneak in. We sneak in by painting ourselves gold and uh, pretending to be a statue. And um, through a series of small things like a mini game where you have to jump whenever... I kind of thought that part was funny. I'm like, this is so dumb. Yeah. I'm kind of smirking while I'm playing it. You're you're pretending to be a statue, but every time the fat Mallow impersonator tries to peck you, you have to jump out of the way. Yeah. But apparently he doesn't see you if you jump at the right time, even though you're right in front of his face. And then, and then I, I like <laughs> just runs away and like complains or like I don't think like the statue moved. <laughs> and they're like the statue didn't move. Go back in there. I didn't do a very good job of that because he eventually caught me and I had to fight him. <laughs> I had to fight this guy twice. Technically, I didn't have to fight him twice. I only had to fight him once that one time. The second time, I was lucky enough to obtain a star and then just mow him down. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Which, I don't. And I think last time we recorded, we said that you don't get XP Yeah. for blasting people with the star, but I think you do. You do, because you level up. Yeah, the first time I didn't level up, but the, the next couple times, I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. The fastest level up in the whole game. <laughs> I leveled up like twice in one section. I was like, the underground me. one? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was just, they just threw a million enemies at me, and I was like, fuck yeah, star. <laughs> so, I, and then, it, like, what was it? It was like, oh, would you like to do that again? I'm like, yes, I'd like to do that again for 500 coins. Yep. Because you can only carry 999, so sure, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, and more most of the end of this game, I was maxed out anyways. Yeah. Coin wise. Oh, God, yeah. And then you get infinite coins at one point. Yeah, you do. So after that, you um, we have to fight. I, I mean, I, obviously, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, um, but um, we eventually make it to the fight that we were talking about earlier, where the this, the guy in the middle gets separated. For me, it was Malo, and Malo has to fight the bird by himself. Mm-hmm. While the rest of the party is still fighting the woman who is pretending to, who is going to marry the pretend Mallow, um, that w- that was kind of difficult because Mallow is obviously not my heavy hitter. Yeah, and it seems like every fucking boss in this game is immune to fucking elemental damage. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so his magical attacks were pretty much useless. Um. But, I mean, after you beat her, um, you're you basically, oh, I'm really Prince Milo, and you know, my mom and dad are okay, and they, you know, there's a lot of exposition there, um, basically saying, you know, 
yes, you are the prince. Yes, you will rule this place one day. But go with Mario because he needs help. So um, this is when you can get the uh, the lazy shell. Yep. Which is um, which I should explain. The lazy shell is basically the ultimate weapon for Mario. Um, and the lazy armor. I think that was even more important than the lazy shell for me. The lazy armor was okay. What? I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm all about attacking people. And when you, uh-huh. put the, when you put the lazy shell on, it brings your attack and magical attack down way down. See, but with the lazy armor on, um, like the most any attack did to me was two damage. This is true. But then I'm also only doing like 12 damage whenever I attack. Oh, I was still doing 200. What? Who'd you put it on, Mario? Yeah. You put the lazy shell on Mario and the lazy shell uh, uh, weapon on Mario? The lazy shell and the lazy, or yeah, the lazy shell weapon and the lazy shell armor. Hmm. Both on Mario. He did 200 damage, or 1 to 200, depending on how my timing was. And uh, never took more than basically one point of damage, so he basically couldn't die. See, I threw the lazy shell on Bowser. And he was still probably pumping out maybe 50 hit point attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, which, when we get to the final boss, that came in real handy. Yep. <laughs> um, so after getting all that, we um, have to make it to the barrel volcano. Um, that is the... That is where one of the stars landed. Um, and so we, we travel there via just basically falling into the volcano. Yeah. I don't know. This game makes no sense. It's a Mario game. Yeah, it's a Mario game. You're going to go everywhere and see all these different locales. Um, traveling through the volcano is kind of... There, there was a few times where the platforming kind of got on my nerves. The platform because of the angle again. The, yeah, the angle. Like the three quarter overhead view and. Yeah, it's just you know you have to watch your shadow constantly, and yeah. sometimes you can't do that, and sometimes I overjump, sometimes I fall too short. So some of that's a little annoying. Uh, but we have to fight a big dragon as the boss of this area. Um, not too difficult. This one actually is weak to ice attacks. Yep. Which is not that much of a stretch. Yeah. So I, um, at this point I'm already getting Malo and I pretty much got the best attacks for everybody. Malo has got this crazy attack that hits everybody and it's just a gigantic star that falls on them and you can time it to where it hits multiple times. Yeah, see, I must never have been good at the timing because I had that, and sometimes it was okay, but I never thought it was worth the cost in flower points or whatever. Oh, mine was definitely worth it. Because I felt like I was doing a ton of damage just with his his basic, like, lightning attack this late in the game. And I'm like, I'm not going to use the star. I mean, sometimes it does a little more damage, but it costs, like, 15 or something, right? Uh, probably more than that. Probably like seventeen. Yeah, seventeen, and the the basic attack costs two. That's so I'm true. Like, oh, I'm just gonna use the basic attack. 
Uh, I I use that star a lot because I eventually got to the point where Mario was straight up hit people with Lazy Shell, and I had buffed. I gave Bowser absolutely every time he leveled up. I gave him nothing but attack power. Yeah, me too. He was just a bruiser. Um, so uh, he uh, he you know he he I didn't put use the Lazy Shell armor until like pretty much the last fight. Mm. But um. After we beat the dragon, the uh, the star, we find out that the star has actually been stolen by a group of Smithy's <laughs> gang uh, known as the Axum Rangers. Um, and if anybody has ever seen these guys, immediately you will think that of the Power Rangers. Same colors, right? Uh, Almost. Yeah, kind of. Um, Axum Red... Axum black, Axum pink, Axum green, and Axum yellow. So, yeah. We forgot blue. There's no blue. There was totally a different then. Yeah, there was a blue <laughs> there was a blue ranger. We're missing Billy. But uh yeah. Um and we have to chase after them and then we make it to the boss fight, which is this it takes place on this gigantic weapon ship. Yeah, it looks like a flying tank. Yeah, it looks like an axe from a distance. And uh, we have to fight them. Now, this fight was a little tricky. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it that because there's multiple enemies, obviously, all the Axum Rangers. And they all have different abilities. The pink one heals people. Take her out first. Yep. Uh, She's the, also like the weakest, I think. I think so. Doesn't have as much uh, hit points. And then take out the green guy next because he's the magic user who hits multiple enemy, multiple party members. And then pretty much just devastate everybody else. Um, this one was tricky because there's just so many of them. And, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm a heavy hitter, but, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of squishy, I guess you'd say. <laughs> I mean, you know, especially with that magic user, he'd hit everybody. I'm like, fuck. Okay, well, this is a little awkward, but, um, so the Skype recorder that I was using decided to pop up and say, oh, this device has stopped working. You need to close it now. So I closed it, and then I looked at the history of all the things that I've recorded, and what you just listened to wasn't there. So we re-recorded something after the big kick in the nuts of, hey, we just lost 30 minutes worth of recording. Uh, and so you will see upcoming, we're not very enthusiastic because we got pissed off again. Come to find out, it actually did record. It just was saved in a different folder. I found this out after we finished the second recording. So, yay! What you just heard was not lost. So I'm just saying this to say, holy shit, we thought we were going to have to do this all over again. And that's what you hear for the rest of the show. So, yeah, this is a little awkward, but we got it fixed. Don't worry about it. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show. We'll be back next week with a really shitty version of Dragon Age 2 because it did fuck up with us, and that's why I'm using a different recorder. So, anyway, on with the show. What's going on, everybody? This is <laughs> Enthusiasm. Drew. This is Drew here. This is Phoenix Down, episode 28.2. Again, 
I just got Yeah, the Redux. This is this is the second time we have recorded this because this Skype recorder that I got decided to say something went wrong and nothing was recorded. We we just got done talking for about forty fucking minutes about Mario RPG and all of it's gone now. So um anybody out there is listening who has ever used a Skype recorder before and thinks that that one might work, please let me know. This is pretty funny on the heels of leave it to the professionals. Yeah, leave it to the <laughs> fucking professionals. I swear to God. You know, the, but the thing is, how long have we been doing this show? And I've used MP3 Skype recorder two years, yeah. and I've never had a single problem with it until they started changing the UI. Yep. So anyway, I'm Drew. There's Matt. We're here. We're here. We talked. We we did the walkthrough version of Mario RPG from last we left off. Now we're just going to hit the high points. We saved Princess Tolstoy from getting married from Booster. I got kissed by Booster and Bowser because I suck at that minigame. Yep. Barely even a minigame. That was lame. Yeah. It was dumb. I, I did not enjoy that one as even, like, in any respect. It was a minigame. It was just, like, fine shit real fast. So, did that. Fucking hell, man. This is just so <laughs> disheartening. I was just like, nothing decides to work. Is there nothing in this? There is no Skype recorder out there that actually fucking works anymore. That's, that's the thing. So, yeah. We're, we're not very enthusiastic right now because, holy shit, I am so sick of, of dealing with technical issues like this. But anyway. What the fuck else happened? We fought. We're on to Star Hill. Yeah, we go to Star Hill. We see the people's wishes. One of them's Luigi. Then we went off on a tangent about Luigi being wanting to be a plumber. They really are plumbers from Brooklyn. That's in the Mario lore. Fast fact. Yeah, fast fact. They're actually from Brooklyn, New York. This is in the Mario lore. Multiple games. Multiple games. They mentioned this. Um, Jesus, what else? I'll tell you what, I'm really glad that I can drink Yingling again. Oh, there you go. It's cheap too. <laughs> Maybe I fucking need one because <laughs> right now I could use a drink. Um, then we're off to Seaside Town. Seaside Town. Everybody's acting weird there because, well, they're actually a boss. Spoiler alert. That we come to back to later. We go to the sunken ship because there's a star that fell into the sea there. Uh, it is being held by a pirate named Johnny. Before we fight Johnny, we fight a giant blooper. We talk about Sphere for a little while. Um, yep, damn giant squids. Giant squids and Sphere with Queen Latifah. As a random aside, I decided a little while ago that I'm not eating an octopus anymore. No, they're too smart. I decided I'm not eating animals that are that smart. What? <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, it was just something that came up today, like out of the blue. We were talking about what animals you eat. Uh huh. And 
I said it seems kind of arbitrary, but I've got three animal. Like I won't eat octopi, and I'm not going to eat any monkey brains or any you know any monkey parts at all. And I will not eat African gray parrots or parrots in general. I don't know if people eat parrots, but. But mainly, the only one that really matters is octopi because I've eaten lots of octopus in my life. Is calamari octopus? Calamari that... squid. Okay, squid. Yeah, okay. So what makes you say that a s- octopus is intelligent? I just, I mean, not everyone, I'm sure, and not every type, I'm sure. But I've seen so many videos of, like, the smartest octopi, like, problem-solving and... Just doing lots of cool shit that, uh, at least as we as humans define intelligence, they are fucking smart. And, uh, you know, tip my hat to them. I respect them. I'm not going to eat them anymore. <laughs> they still scare the shit out of me when they're sticking their tentacles through pipes, and like in this game. Yeah. So we fight that. Then we fight Johnny. We have to do a fight one-on-one with him as like a duel. This, is, this was the first fight that became kind of difficult we beat him he respects us gives us the star we go back to seaside town all the gray toads are are torturing tickling the real toads (laughs) gonna find out there working for smithy Um, he's the main boss of the game and he's not the giant sword he's not the giant sword um that's just the spaceship that they came in on. Yeah, what exactly is it? It's like a portal between worlds? Is it's, the mouth of the sword? I don't really understand. I don't know. Maybe I'm just confusing it now. I, maybe I did at the time, but... The sword actually arrived. Like, it traveled through space? Yeah, it, it, cr- it crashed through Star Road. But then they go into the sword and, like, travel to a different dimension or world or whatever. Like, they don't actually travel there through space. Hey, I think they right? just... They I just think, kind of warp their... through the mouth, mouth of the sword, right? I'm thinking it's pretty much a spaceship. Because you go into his sword, and go into the sword, and there's a factory there making all the enemies. Oh, so all that area with, like, the screws and stuff, that was just... A part of the factory? I don't know. Okay. Maybe it is another dimension. Who knows? This is weird. This game is beyond weird. We eventually make it to Nimbus Town. I'm skipping. <laughs> Nimbus Town is where Malo is from. Come to find out Malo is actually the prince of this place. There's a woman who is playing this giant crow off as Malo. And his What's her name? Valentina? Valentina, something like that. And, um... Malo saying, oh, I'm actually a prince. We have to disguise ourselves as statues and sneak into the castle so we can stop Valentina. Um, Reclaim our birthright. Yeah, go back and save the king and queen, and uh, we have to fight them. The bird, the imposter Malo... It, he takes our second character and fights him one-on-one. For me, it was Malo. For Matt, it was Bowser. 
Um, after we beat them, yay, the, fuck, the, um, <laughs> I mean, we went over all this not even ten minutes ago. That's the thing, it's just, it's just so fucking bullshit. Um, yeah. We fight them, we win, everything's back to normal. They tell us that another star fell into the volcano. We go down into the volcano. We have to fight a giant dragon there as a boss fight. Pretty easy stuff. Use yeah, ice attacks. Compared to the other ones. Use the ice attacks on the dragon. Have to fight the Axum Rangers, which Mighty is Mighty Morphin like, Axum Rangers. Yeah, knock off of the Power Rangers. Um, and this is where the recording fucked up. And now we can join our regularly broadcasted fucking show. So fighting the Axum Rangers was pretty difficult for me. I did skip that boss that we had to fight in the um, seaside town, which was very difficult too. But um, I'm, I already talked about that, and I don't feel like talking about it again. Um, Axum Rangers have to fight them. Um, take take out the healer first. Take out the magic user first. After we beat them all, uh, the Red Ranger jumps into uh, the top of the ship that we're fighting on and starts using this giant cannon to attack us. That does some pretty good damage. Yes, it does. I'm glad they were just about dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we uh, beat those guys, get the, the second to the last star, the only star that's remaining is the one that Smithy has, the main boss. So now we can travel to Bowser's castle. Um, I should mention, because we did mention it, we did get the Lazy Shell and the Lazy Shell armor. Uh, Lazy Shell is Mario's ultimate weapon, um, and the Lazy Shell armor boosts your defense up so much that you pretty much only get hit by like two hit points each time you get hit. But it also brings down your attack and magic attack uh, significantly. So you don't do as much damage. But then Matt came along and said, I put it on Mario and he's still doing 200 damage. So fuck me, right? Yeah, so I thought that made this game very weird. Because basically in all these hard end boss fights, you know, I'm playing along like I have the rest of the game. At some point, Mallow and Bowser are going to die. And it's not worth the time to revive them, because they're just going to die again. Yeah. So then I just sit there and kick my shell with Mario. He takes the damage, deals 150. Takes the damage, deals 150. And that's how the rest of this game went. Maybe that's what I should have done. I mean, it was mind-numbingly easy, because I couldn't die. But it was also, like, the game has totally changed. It's not challenging at all. Like, I wish they would have told me I couldn't equip the, those two things on the same character. Huh. That's um. That's interesting, because I didn't do that. I, I put, only for the final fight, I put the Lazy Shell armor on Bowser. So I did the whole, two people died, now I gotta revive them, and all that shit. So needless to say, the last boss was very difficult for me. Um, 
so we go to Bowser's Keep. This entire area is just a bunch of puzzles almost. There's platforming puzzles, which, <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> Those things are fucking impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's ones that ask you trivia questions, as well as questions of like, count how many barrels there are here. And I never got it, I mean, I always got it right, but I, I was guessing. Yeah, the thing I didn't like about those was that if you got one wrong, you, you had go to go back all the way to back to the beginning. beginning. Even if you've already answered like all like eight questions to get to stage two, done all the barrel counts, and then like one other thing happens, you got to start all over. Yeah, that was fucking annoying because I pretty much had all those fucking questions memorized by then. Yep, me too. So doing that, and then there's two doors um, that are just fights, constant fights, tons of fights. Yeah. And you don't get that much experience for them. Like a dozen fights at least, right? Oh, God, yeah. And so I did all those. Um, make it the Bowser's Keep. The good thing about it, you get everybody's ultimate weapon if you do all the doors. Luckily, just so happens, I got Mallow and Bowser's because they're random. What were those two? Oh, I'm not God. sure if I had I had good weapons for them. I don't know if they were the best weapons. Oh God, something drill claw was for Bowser. Yeah, I had drill claw for Bowser, and I had these like crazy cool symbols. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Okay, super so symbols have... or something like that. Yeah, um, I got I got those, um, and uh, I did get Geno's, but I was like, <laughs> I'm not using him. Fuck that. <laughs> Sell, but uh, we eventually. We run into uh, Magikoopa, um, who uh, we have to fight because he's being brainwashed by Smithy. Fight him, beat him, and then he helps us out a shitload. He uh, he's a healer, so he heals everybody, um, and he also gives us a coin box that never runs out of coins. So we can have infinite coins, and there's a shop run by Croco in the next room. We can buy yep. shit there. We're set. Now it's off to fight Exor. Exor is the giant sword with a face. You can't damage him unless you take out one of his eyes. Um, this is when I use Malo's giant star thing to attack everything. Knock out both eyes at the same time. Yep. Yeah. How much damage were you doing with that? Because I was dealing... Uh, depending e- on the the ball, uh, depending on the enemy, between eighty and one eighty, I would say. Yeah, I was easily doing two hundred. Okay. Um. But yeah, take that out. Uh, you beat Xor, and I think I posted it to Twitter because it kind of pissed me off. Pulled a blue dragon on me. I beat the most the the defying boss in this game. Yeah. And I got like. 50, no, not even 50, 15 experience points for it. Yeah. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> the guy everybody thought was the main boss, I got 15 experience points for. Uh, so we go into inside Exor and um, have to do some more fucking platforming that really pissed me off because, holy shit, man, you have to jump on these, like, nuts. That are on a bolt. <coughs> and you have to jump on them a specific way. Because if you, yeah. ju- if you jump on them the wrong way, they go back 
and you have to ride them. So you have to jump them and make them go down the bolt more so you can jump to the next platform. But it's a constant jump forward and come back, jump forward and come back. And I was like, Jesus. And if you fall, guess what? You start that whole fucking area over. Yep. I was like, man, this is fucking annoying. So I did that. Then we make it to the factory. Oh, during this whole time, while we're jumping on nuts and bolts and we're going through the factory, every boss that you fought in this game is coming back after you. You see them on the 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 walking map. And if you run into them, you have to do that boss fight. Yeah, although they weren't as hard this time around. No, they yeah they were so much more. Yeah, they weren't, but I mean, it's still it's kind of annoying. So yeah. um, at this point, I figured I was leveled enough, and I was doing a, I was trying my best to jump over enemies like the little ones. Yeah, and uh, that that sort of worked. I missed most of them, I think. I did too. But it was every once in a while I'd jump into it. I'm like, God, I got to do another boss fight. Come on. Yeah. So did that. Um, make it to the factory. Um, had to fight a bunch of dudes there. Uh, I did skip a few bosses because who cares? There was a, a time bomb guy or some kind of clock. I died at that one twice, I think. Really? Yeah. I didn't die at that one. I did, yeah, there was that boss and there was another boss. It was two guys, and then when you killed one of them, the other one would jump into like a, a mecha snake. Yeah, some kind of mech snake thing. Uh, didn't think that was very difficult. Um, yeah, that one was pretty easy. But after that, then we move on to the factory. We're in the the home stretch, last part of it. Um, take out a bunch of um, workers that are working in the factory. A bunch of hammered guys. Yeah, you have to go through like four rounds of that, basically. Yeah. And uh, eventually we run into Toad, the original Toad that was with Mario at his house. Um, he comes and he's basically a vendor that we can buy stuff from. And there's a save point there, which means this is the final. This is the end. So we go in we have to fight Smithy the first time. Obviously, this is just a complete breeze for you. Because you're... Yep. Lazy shell armor. Not for me. Yeah, they took a while, but... The first part of this... The, he has two forms. The first form... Eh, not not hard. That second form, though. Man. Oh, when he keeps switching his head around? Yeah, what the fuck kind of a fight is this? We're like in... Like in the deep reaches of fucking hell space. Because <laughs> the background is fucking crazy. And then... There's this guy whose head keeps morphing into different things like a fucking what looks like a mailbox and then yeah, turn, a mailbox a coffin a tank a tank and it's just like and each time he transfers changes over into something uh not only does his attacks change but things that he is weak against change yep yeah when he turned into the coffin basically i wasn't doing any damage against him yeah and then he turned into like a ghost or something? It was like a hood and a, a robe? Yeah. And then all of a sudden my shell is doing 550 damage. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. So it was it was a constant struggle of using Bowser to attack as much as he could, but when Mario and Milo went down, reviving. 
Um, took me probably two, three tries. I think I did three tries against this guy. And the thing is, you got to do his first form again. And I was just like, Jesus, this is taking forever. <laughs> but I did eventually beat him. And when you beat him, you get the final star. Star Road is patched. Yay. Gino, he leaves his puppet body, goes back up to Star Road and um, repairs it. And we get possibly like one of the most like disappointing endings ever to me. You think so? It felt like, I mean, I mean, come on. It was basically a thanks for playing. Yeah, I wanted a little bit more. And the, in the, in, in, like right at the end. But then I liked how they did all the little snippets of, you know, what's going on in everybody's life afterward. Yeah, they're in the credits. Yeah. They kind of do that in, in most games. They always like to show off all the levels and see, see, this is where you were. You remember this place? Yeah, remember how much fun you had? Yeah. Remember this guy? Yeah. But I like the one where Valentia was trying to marry Booster. And Booster uh-huh. did, was trying to get away, like escape from her. Yeah. And I just, I, I chuckled pretty hard at that one. Yeah, that was, that, I mean, it, not really much to talk about as far as the ending goes. Yeah. You you repaired Star Road and Mario, yeah, Bowser. The, the giant sword just dissolves. Yeah. Bowser and goes back see, to his keep. Yeah, and he's like working on repairing everything and yelling at his minions again. Yep. Milo's back in Nimbus Town, being Prince. Everybody's back and happy. I, that's it. What do you think, Matt? Overall? Yeah. Pretty much nothing opinion-wise changed from after the last recording. Okay. Like, so. I think it was an okay game. It was very inoffensive, though. Yeah. Like, it didn't try anything. Like, I think it did a good job of saying, here's an RPG where we evoke all of Mario. So you get all the Mario sounds, and you do Mario things, and you have Mario friends. But, you know, if you stripped all that away, this is just, like, the most generic, kind of basic RPG with a bunch of little mini-games in it. Yeah. It wasn't bad. You know, I, I never once hated the game, really. Uh-huh. But I never once was like, whoa, I love this. And, you know, maybe part of that's how much later we're playing this than when it came out. Yeah. If I had played it on the Super Nintendo, it would have blown my socks right off because I had never played an RPG at this time. You know, and I did know Mario. So seeing that, like, it, it would have been the greatest thing I had ever seen, I assume. It's a very good entry level RPG. Yeah, yeah. As somebody's first RPG, I think this would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. I think that the game still kind of holds it's up. Cute. I think it's cutesy. Yeah, right. I mean, it's you know the fact that Mario doesn't talk is kind of strange. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, it's um, does. <laughs> everybody does. Um, I don't know. It's um. Yeah, like you said, that, that's that's the best way to put it. It is inoffensive. I didn't hate the game. I think that the game got seriously difficult probably the last two hours. 
while I was kind of breezing through this game for the most part, all of a sudden in the two hours, like, oh, we're going to turn into a fucking RPG. And uh, you haven't been level grinding, asshole. And so. Yeah, I think I ended on 24. I was on 23. So. Um, or so I think the cap is 30. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I think there is a level cap of 30 in that game. But yeah, it's, um, it was fun. I mean, it was, you know, it, it was okay. Yeah, there was, yeah, it has a few problems as far as the platforming goes, but I mean, that kind of comes with the territory with the, with the isometric view kind of deal. Yeah, and I didn't think it was as bad as Xenogears in that respect. No, God. Xenogears had some rough platforming. <laughs> well, it wasn't just that, but Xenogears ran kind of bad. You know how it has, it, the frame rate was kind of bad in it? Yeah. While this one, it was buttery smooth for the most part. That was hard for me to tell. In the first emulator, it wasn't at all. Yeah. And it was fine until I got to that fifth star and then absolutely couldn't progress. It just freeze on you? Yeah. Basically, you know, you get that screen where it shows the seven little scribbles with the stars in front of it. Uh Uh-huh. And they're all kind of spinning. Well, at one point, they would all just stop spinning and that's where the game would freeze. Nice. Every time. Yeah, you had a bit of an ordeal trying to find, trying to get your save to transfer over to the other emulator. Yeah, that was kind of rough. Which I went looking the other day. I found a, uh, I found my first game store out here in Memphis. Yeah. Just called Game Exchange. I've heard of that. So it's just a used game store. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll see if you know. I saw they did have some Super Nintendo games. So I'm like, if they have Super Mario RPG, I might just buy it. <laughs> but they didn't have a copy. That would probably be a pretty expensive one, I think. Yeah, I mean, I've seen enough copies for thirty bucks. I'll, pro- I'll probably still will grab one yeah. someday. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever see myself replaying this. But, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I'm, I'm, I am okay with this game. Yeah, I'm glad I played it. Because I would have always wondered what it was like. But it's not one I'm going to go back and think about. There's nothing really intriguing about the game. Other than the fact that it's Mario. Yeah. And it... I I don't know. I mean, you've never seen anything like that before. You've never seen somebody take an action game and turn it into a role-playing game. See, the thing that this game makes me want to do is finally get to go play the Sonic one. Yeah. The Bioware one. <laughs> or get you a DS, man. Or better yet, get you a 3DS. I almost got... If, I just wish they would come out with a, a new version of it. I don't know why. I feel like I'm so late. I'm like, if there was a new one coming out, I wouldn't be late. I could just hop in on the next version. Ah, just get to... I don't think the 3DS is going anywhere anytime soon. You don't think it's getting replaced? Oh, no. I'd say it's still at least got another three, four years. At least. Really? Oh, yeah. This thing sells like hotcakes, man. There's no need to release something new now. Yeah, but wasn't the regular DS and the DS Lite selling like hotcakes? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, if you need be, if you want a cheaper version, get the 2DS. 
uh, I was excited for that, and then I saw it. I'm like, hell no, I'm not holding on to that stupid thing. I mean, it's a big thing, but I mean, they, who gives a shit about 3D? No, I don't care about it. If they came out with a 2DS that was exactly a 3DS, but without 3D and a little bit cheaper, I would have bought that. <laughs> but me seeing a 2DS is like when I see people walking around with an iPad to take pictures <laughs> like as their camera. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you holding this giant thing up in front of you? Just use a cell phone like a normal person. Yeah, that's true. That's how I feel when I look at a 2DS. I'm like, I don't want to hold It's like holding a laptop in front of me to play a game as a portable way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well. I don't know. Food for thought. Because there's a shit ton of games on there that we could totally do. I mean, the 3DS is a fantastic gaming machine. I stick by mine. So, but yeah, that's um, that's Mario RPG. I'm trying to finish this recording before it fucks up again, <laughs> if it does. Even though I recorded a two-hour session with Ken the other day and didn't do anything, worked fine. Maybe it was just a fluke. I don't like these flukes. But yeah, um, crap. Do I? Uh, we did have an email. I read it on. The Dragon the Age one? I, I read it in, previously on the next episode. Yeah, I read it on the next episode, but then that episode fucked up too. Brought to you from the future. Yeah. So, um, the, I guess I will reread this uh, email because um, it is a good email, and I want to uh, mention the uh, a couple of things to the person who actually wrote it. This, is, this email is from the uh, legendary Zoltan. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> Dear Drew, my name is the legendary Zoltan. I am a big fan of yours. I've listened to many episodes of Phoenix Down podcast and really enjoyed your personality. I just wish you could have completed Xenogears. Matt. Yeah. I have I would, a. I would love to complete it also. <laughs> I have a massive request for you. I really hope this interests you. Uh, last year, I released a game-inspired uh, melodic death metal album that I am very proud of. I released it last year, but I am only just now starting to promote it. I would be ever so thankful if you could review the album for the site. Uh, you're probably thinking that I would take any reviewer from ZZGD.com. Well, you'd be right, but most like a review from you, if you agree. Is that why you're reading this twice? Yes. Because that's how awesome I am. Uh, if you agree, I will make your job extremely quick and easy uh, by sending you a super a list of super useful bullet points that detail each song's influences and points of interest. I always enjoy listening to you on Phoenix Down. I believe reviewing the, this album will be worth your while because it's not a remix album. It is the only death metal album. And it is a professionally produced full-length album with a physical release. Thank you very much for your time, Drew. Sincerely, the legendary Zoltan. Uh, I do appreciate the email. Um, as I said on the upcoming episode that kind of died, so I'm repeating it now. Um, we we try to keep pretty much all the reviews on ZTGD um, for video games only because... It's for Metacritic reasons. Metacritic uh, goes through our site 
and and finds the reviews that we have, so they put them up on Metacritic. But um, as I said before, I'll say it here too. If you would like to send me a couple of your songs, I have listened to some of your music and I do enjoy it. Um, but if you would send me a couple of your songs, if you'd like, uh, I will use them for the intro and outro of the next Phoenix Down episode, if that's something that you want to do. Um, and I will also um, uh, post a link on the website itself to your album where they can purchase it and stuff like that, if you'd like me to. Um, but I do appreciate the email, and I thank you very much for listening. And it I might work out well for the uh, the Halloween episodes. The Halloween episodes. Yeah. Yeah, we do that. Or, uh, if we do an intermission, I don't know if we're going to do one. But um, if if need be, if I, I'll just throw it up uh, during one of the Dragon Age ones. No skin off my back. So, um, but yeah, that's it for us. If you would like to. Uh, uh, email us. You can send me an email, Drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can suggest games to us. You can tell us what you thought about Mario RPG, or you can tell us about Dragon Age 2 because we're doing that next. Um, in fact, we've already recorded the first episode of Dragon Age 2, and it's coming out next week after you hear this. Yeah, crazy, right? <laughs> Time travels, so it's... It's always fun. But, uh, yeah, you can send us an email. You can also follow us all on Twitter. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. You can follow the podcast itself at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Um, I post all of the episodes that go up there when on Fridays. I post them there so you can easy access to them. Uh, you can also talk to us all there, too. Um, I'm always on Twitter, so you can definitely hit me up there. Uh, please leave us an iTunes review. We do not have a new iTunes review, but we would greatly appreciate it. I will read it on the show if you would. Uh, just give us some feedback. But yeah, that's it for Super Mario RPG. Um, I do apologize once again for the technical issues that are happening in this episode as well as the next episode coming up. I've already recorded it. I've already edited it. We had a great discussion about the beginning parts of Dragon Age 2, and unfortunately, over half of that was lost. So, but uh, uh, I am trying out new Skype recorders, as I said. If you have any suggestions on Skype recorders, let me know, because I will try them out. I was thinking this new one that I'm using was going to be okay, and then it fucked up this recording that you're listening to. This is the second time we recorded this. Yeah. And we don't want to do that again because it is not fun. So, and it makes us, it makes us sound like douchebags because we're rushing through stuff. Cause we've already talked about it. Um, but I know there's a lot of people out there who enjoy our podcast and I try to bring out quality content. So frustrating, but that's pretty much it for us. We will be back next week with Dragon Age 2, kinda. <laughs> uh, there is postscripts for for the beginning and end of that episode because <laughs> I don't want to just end it, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we will be back next week with Dragon Age 2. Uh, we'll, hopefully, we will try to summarize what happened in the first episode of Dragon Age 2 that we messed that we lost. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you guys enjoyed this for what we did. 
but um, that's pretty much it for us. That's uh, the ending of the 28th game, Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars. 29 and 30 are set. Yeah, 29 and 30 are set. We are playing through Dragon Age 2 next, and we are doing Marvel Ultimate Alliance after that, which I've already purchased my copy of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I got the 360 version. Oh. Uh. Because I got it for $5 instead of seventeen ninety nine for the PS3 version. Yeah, I can't do it just because I know I'll never be able to play it online. Not that I will be able to on the PS3, but... I'm not worried about it. So, I'm just... I mean, I soloed that game to begin with. I can solo it again this time. I know it would have been better to play co-op with you guys, but... Game 31 is the big one. Game 31. I guess we're getting, getting lock, got that locked in, too, because I don't know how many episodes it's going to take us to do uh, Marvel. I'd say at least three. Uh, we could probably do an intermission. And then game number 31, we're going to go right headfirst into Resident Evil Remake. I am going to. I'm going to. I have to acquire a GameCube controller, a memory card, and a copy of the game. I have everything else. AKA, <laughs> I have a GameCube, <laughs> just not a controller. Uh, I'm not looking forward to using that stupid monstrosity. But what the controller? Yeah, I like that controller. It's decent. I've used it for a grand total of a half hour, so I can't really comment. But. <laughs> It's not bad. So, yeah. So, I guess we're locked in for the next three games. That's crazy. But still, suggest games to us. Need to, need to break out some more games that we haven't heard of. So, but yeah, that's it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. But uh, until next week, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we're out of here. Catch you guys next week with the beginning of Dragon Age 2.